Super Talk Mississippi media production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. Good Things, I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Don't forget, you can listen to Good Things when you're streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. You can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station, and you can watch us. So we're on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. And if you do that, you'll see a great photo of our guest who's joining us, Miss Callie. She is an artist there in Gulfport, and she also works at Ground Zero Blues Club there in Biloxi excuse me, on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And she recently was able to gift Morgan Freeman, who is the founder of Ground Zero's clubs, both in Cleveland and on the on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, a portrait she did of him. But it's not just any portrait. It's a phenomenal piece of art. So welcome, Kylie. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? And I think I got it wrong. It's Clark. De- Where are the two Ground Zeros? I know there's one there on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Where's the original one? The original one is in Clarksville, Mississippi, and the second location is in Biloxi. Yes, so I got that wrong. I said Cleveland, which is a great town. He should totally open one there. But the original one is in Clarksdale, and him being Morgan Freeman. So, okay, so you work at Ground Zero, and you're also an artist, correct? Yes. So if we're looking at this beautiful portrait that you did of Morgan Freeman, what style would you say that is? Um, every. Time someone asks me this, I kind of get choked up because I really don't know. It's almost like typography, but like handwritten. Uh-huh. I don't know. I know there's a word for it, but I'm really not sure. So a good thing is I wouldn't know that anyway if you would have told us the formal <laughs> name of it. So how about this? Explain, because I get typography, because it's not just drawing, like uh, to sort of explain for those listening to good things. It's not like you just took a pencil and, you know, drew it or did like a normal portrait sort of that way or charcoaled it. I kind of know some of the words, not all of them. But but so what like how do you how is it done? Like if you could describe how your hand's moving, if that makes sense. So it's. Just, it's it's a picture of his face, and the way I made up his face was just using his name. I used, I just, I just used black ink markers, um, and I kind of did a little rough draft um, on the board of his face, um, but I made it up using values and, like, building his name on top of his name over and over again to create the darkest points of the picture that I was refer- referencing, and then... The lightest parts I would have just brushed over with a light Morgan. But in those black spots, I must have written his name a million times. That is insane, Kylie. <laughs> Thank you. That's, you know, I mean, and that takes it to a different level than, and no disrespect to anyone who just does portraits, but it's just a different, you know, it's a different style, sort of different technique. How long yeah. have you been doing this? This is not your first rodeo. 
So the I've been drawing forever. I've always been a little drawer, but um, that style came from I'm a college student at a um, um, Mississippi Gulf Coast community, and my art teacher actually assigned us an assignment pretty similar to that. We just used our own picture, a, a selfie, um, I guess, and it was on a much smaller piece of paper, um, and that was the first time I had ever done it, and I think somewhere along the lines of maybe it was a rough draft or like a little, uh, I don't know what to call it, just a, like a practice sheet almost. They gave my, my teacher gave us celebrity faces, and one of them ended up being Morgan Freeman, and I was like, oh, how funny, I work at one of his clubs. And I did the little practice sheet, and my manager saw it. I don't know why I ended up showing him, but I did. And he was like, oh, my gosh, this is this is insane. Can we, like, can we talk about, like, buying this off of you? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. This is an 8 by 10 printed piece of, like, absolutely not. Like, I will make this so much bigger and so much better. And so I did. And then but, you like, can buy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will make this beautiful. And he was like, well, maybe we just blow it up. And I was like, oh, I was like, let me, I'll do it bigger for you. I'll do it better for you. And I took like a, took like four days maybe. I really rushed it, to be honest. Well, I would impress. I would have think I would have said four weeks, and I would still be like, "Wow, that that feels like that would have taken a really long time." So, okay, so the actual size of it, if they're looking at Super Talk TV, and I'm thinking now in like frame sizes, how big is the actual portrait that you that you finished of Morgan Freeman? It is twenty by twenty four, twenty so inches by twenty four inches. So is that the photo that your instructor at Gulf Coast Community College sort of had in terms of celebrities, or did you pick another Morgan F- Freeman portrait to, for your inspiration for this one? Um, no, it was a it was a different picture um, than he, he had originally. Oh no, I think I'm lying to you. No, it was the same picture. Um, I just did it on a poster board instead of a piece of paper, and with instead of sharpie, I used like an ink pen. So when did you know that you were going to be able to present it to him, or how did that part play out? <laughs> that was, I was completely blindsided, because they don't tell the employees when he comes. It's supposed to be, a, you know, yeah, organic, kind of, yeah, so he can come and yeah. go as he pleases, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So when I walked into that shift, they all pulled us to the back, and they had let us know, okay, he's going to come here, don't post it, don't talk about it, no pictures, no autographs, nothing like that. He's just going to come and hang out. And we need to treat him like a, a normal person. So I immediately was like, okay, well, there's my shot. I guess I'll just be able to glance at him. Um, and then my manager came up to me on the on the floor because I'm, I'm a server. And maybe like 20 minutes later, he came up to me and he was like, okay, so when I come to you, when the time's right, we're going to go grab your picture and we're just going to go up there. We're gonna, just going to go show him. And I was like, oh, goodness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then. Uh, one of his people came down, actually, and uh, we showed her and talked to her for a little bit. And then she brought me up there and we had met him. It was great. It is great. And not I mean, it's not just any like it's a it's a phenomenal like piece of art you've done, Kylie. Like, I hope you do this again. Like, I think you may have found your niche. <laughs> and I don't know much <laughs> about you. art, but I feel like 
You know, this because it looks so much is so realistic, I think is the word that I'm looking for, for it to also be a different technique that's not just sketching or drawing um, that you normally would do for a portrait. And I think that's the part that really is cool, especially when you see folks take other objects and like make um, portraits out of them that are just, you know, if you have to look really closely to see that it's not just paint or just brush brush strokes. Um, I'm sure there's a... um, an appropriate term for that that I don't know, but that's <laughs> that's what's so cool about it, right? Is that you took something that's not just a straight line or whatever and, and turned it yeah. into, into something yeah, that's recognizable. It leaves a lot of room for um, not mistakes, but like freedom. You don't have to like if you draw a line and it it doesn't look like the original picture, you're going to know immediately that's not how it's supposed to be done because it'll look off. So but did he keep it? Lines, you can, I need you to well, have it. <laughs> What was that? I said, does he have the photo or did you get to keep it? So my owner, uh, so there's three, there's four owners. I'm sorry. There's four owners when it's passed. Um, and the two owners that are very involved on in the restaurant themselves, they're brothers. One of them, Lee Young, he bought that from me. And so we, it was just presented to Morgan. We had just shown him and he was like, wow, all these people were asking me if I, if, if we could buy it off, if they could buy it off of me. And I was like, oh, no, I've already sold it to Lee. So it'll be um, put up on the walls, I think, up on the third floor. That's awesome. Of the restaurant. Yeah. So if people come to Ground Zero Blues Club there in Biloxi, then they would be able to see this this wonderful piece of art. That's got to be really yeah. cool to come to work and see that. Like, does that in- oh, yes. So have you already gotten commissions for other things that we need you to, I need you to be a working artist now. Like, I feel like this needs to be like sort of your, your moment that you, you know, you take, not that, it, not that we want you to leave waitressing, but you know, there's always room for other things oh, in your life. Yeah, yeah absolutely. This is actually the first thing I've, piece of art I've ever sold and it, like ever. <laughs> not a bad way to start off your resume right. there kylie great, yeah <laughs> is there anywhere one. where folks listening can go and see your work other than this one obviously is going to be there at the at the ground zero blues club in biloxi do you have social media or anything else where we can follow you and keep up with the next projects that you do um i really don't um Post uh, my art like that, I really should, I guess. I'm sorry. No, you should, but that's okay. When you do that and you get it started or you start an Etsy shop or something, you have to let us know, girl, because I feel like folks are going to want one of their own uh, sort of portraits. I keep getting told this to start a website or page or something to get my art out there, and I, I will. I will listen to everybody. <laughs> well, when you do, will you hit, hit us back, and you can yes, yes. launch it right here on Good Things. We think it's super cool, but um, we want folks to also come out if they're traveling to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Check out Ground Zero Blues Club in Biloxi. Ask for Kylie and be in her section. Absolutely. And then go and see the wonderful art. Well, congratulations, girl, again. Super talented. Thank you so much. Really, thank you. All righty, you guys stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. Put a smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry. Be happy. I'm not worried. I'm happy. 
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. to good things don't forget you can find us on your computer your mobile device just head on over to super talk tv also head on over to supertalk.fm we are streaming live there but our super talk mississippi news team is covering your mississippi stories so stay up to date you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter at supertalk.fm slash newsletter and if you weren't able to uh, chime into super talk tv but you want to see kylie's uh portrait of morgan freeman who she got to gift to or at least show because i guess technically the word gift would mean more Morgan owns it, which he does own the building it's hanging in. But, you know, it's there at Ground Zero uh, in Biloxi on the third floor now. But you can go to the Good Things Facebook group if you would like to. I reposted it back to the top um, there if you would like to go and um, and see it. And remember, when you go to look at it, that it's not just normal uh, strokes of a pencil or charcoal or whatever they they do to do portraits. It's his name that she used over and over and over and over again, kind of like a collage. I think that's the word I was semi looking for. Like when you think of kind of uh, yeah, kind of like where you take things that aren't. Yeah, you just put a whole bunch of stuff together, together and it, it, it adds layers and texture yeah. and depth. Because people do that with other things, like uh, there's certain um, apps and things now where you can take a lot of photos of something and then have it morphed into something else and sort of look that way. Uh, you, you, and it takes getting up really close to recognize that it's, you know, the, the bigger picture is something made up of a lot of smaller things that are their own individual thing is what I guess I'm trying to say. Well, what I was thinking of is the the art style that has become I wouldn't say it's become popular because it's incredibly difficult to do it, but it it has definitely seen growth is where you take a a wood block or board or sometimes a canvas, but usually it's wood and you either use screws or nails to set up a pattern, whether it be a grid pattern or a circular pattern or something like that. And you use thread, like sewing thread. Mm-hmm. And you start by wrapping it around one of the screws or nails, and you just go back and forth from nail to nail, screw to screw, adding that depth and that texture kind of like she does with writing the name so that when you first start off, it just looks like a mess of threads going in different directions. But the more you add and the the more depth there is, the more layers there are to it, and the more detail you can fill in, the more it starts to take shape and look like a portrait or a picture. Which is just insane to me. Like, man, those of you who have those creative minds who can see that and then build it from the bottom up, because a lot of paintings of landscapes or portraits or whatever it may be, like, if you saw what was actually on the bottom and worked it ways up, it looks nothing like it. Like, it takes a while for it to sort of come into, you know, something recognizable and then the finished product, obviously. But if you took it down layer by layer, it's just insane to watch the sort of the process behind it, which I think is just really cool. Which that's the blessing and the curse of digital artwork, because you have a lot of artists now using digital tools to create their art in a computer. They're still using the same skills 
that they've mastered, the, the same tools of their craft that they've perfected. But instead of it being pen to paper or paint to canvas, it's a stylus on a pad. And you get you you have the opportunity when you do it digitally like that to screen record the entire process. So you get to you can make a video of that full thing from a line sketch to shading to coloring to some and especially with digital, you can play with color a bit more. You can say, all right, what if I fill in this? No, that doesn't look right. Take it off, put in a different color. Whereas with a painting, if you painted somebody's dress red and then you didn't like it the next day, you're like, ah, that needs to be green. You're going to have to wait for the red to dry and then either take it off, scrape it off, or cover it up. Or start all over. Or sometimes start all or over. Or start all over, which I think is, uh, you, you can't, and art supplies ain't cheap either, but neither are some of those things. But hey, could have started like for there at the Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, you know, when we think about kids going into art, oh, what are they going to do with that? I think this girl's going to be fine. I mean, I think she's going to be a return guest here on Good Things at some point, maybe, you know, and hopefully, <laughs> and you're she's going to have found her sort of niche um, with that for sure in terms of, of people wanting that kind of I think people want something unique and different. And while there's nothing wrong with the digital art, because that is that is art, absolutely, there's still something to be had with having having something on your wall or being gifted to you that was done by hand on oh, yeah. paper. Um, because there's an original, right? There's and then the how many like you may have prints of things, which I think is fine because that's how it gets accessible to those of us who can't afford originals but then there's that original and it feels like with digital art there's never really an original in the same way whatever happened to the whole and is it nfts am i saying that correctly <laughs> yeah did anybody accidentally buy one of them are you or do you have buyer's remorse at this point probably but if Many you did do. you are got a brain that i don't share to understand how that all Works. In simplest terms, by paying for and buying an NFT. Which, what's the, what does that stand for? A non-fungible token. Fungible, the word fungible would have thrown me right out the loop. I, my education does not line up with fungible, so. <laughs> but in simplest terms, when you pay for an NFT, when you buy the NFT, you are given receipt. You, you have proof that you own these ones and zeros out in the ether for all eternity. It's on the blockchain until somebody hacks your system and takes it from you because it's all digital. And no matter what kind of security you put on it, it the, the weakest link is still the weakest link. And when it comes to digital security, a lot of times the weakest link is people. So if you, if you lose your password or give away your security phrase... Not a whole lot anything can do on the computer side. But yeah, and NFTs were, you know, you're, you're familiar with JPEGs? Yes. Like the, the digital picture? At least enough, yes. Well, now imagine everybody in the world has access to a ledger that says you own this particular JPEG. That's an NFT. That makes my head hurt. Like a lot. A well, lot. it's in the same way as you can own a painting. Mm-hmm. But it's on your wall. You can see right. it. And that's that's the And the boo, big you got to break in through all of the whatever and take it off my wall to then have it. 
right? Right. But I guess, too, there's, I mean, there's counterfeits out there when it comes to even that kind of art. And is it real? Is it? Is it not? I mean, I sort of get that. But um, it just. Yeah, NFTs are funny. Yeah. Funny money's funny alone with all the cryptocurrency. and But the use case for cryptocurrency is so much better than NFTs. Like, NFTs are an offshoot of cryptocurrency. Like, cryptocurrency, the, the things being learned, the problems being solved can be used for computer security. Whereas NFTs, that was just people with more money than sense. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Going back to portraits, though, I feel like, and this is me painting with a broad brush, it has to be one of the harder elements in art to get right because you know what it should look like, like a landscape, a building. There's I feel like there's a little bit of more room for error. Yeah. But if you commission someone to do your portrait. <laughs> well, it's because the, the human mind. I know that's, what that's I want to look like. That's why art is so fascinating, especially to, to some people. When you when you think of what you want. You think of things like symmetry. When you find someone attractive, you usually can draw a line down the middle of their face, and they have a level of symmetry from left side to right side. But no human is perfectly symmetrical. There are going to be tiny little imperfections that you notice even subconsciously. I have a lazy eye. So that if you're drawing... Instinctively, you try to draw symmetrically, especially if you're doing a portrait, because you want it to look right, except what is what you're thinking is right is incorrect. And you start creeping towards that uncanny valley where it's like that looks human, but it's not. And it's freaking me out. I think one of the scariest things back in the day were when your royalty would commission these portraits back before you had photogra- like photography. And then you have to know that they were sitting there whenever they pull the big thingy-bobber off the big framed majig and then just waiting for the expression on the person's face because, I mean, they couldn't have nailed it every single time. I mean, if you walk and see some some old-school oil painting portraits, you're like, wow, is that a real representation of what them individuals look like? Because there were some long nights and early mornings for a lot of those folks. Yeah, and if uh, you had a particularly annoyed monarch, you mm-hmm. would probably make them look more attractive in their portrait than they are in real life. Oh, man, I would totally do that. If I knew there was no, like, digital, like, make me awesome. Yes, I want future generations to be like, she was perfectly symmetrical. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
good things. Don't forget we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And don't forget all the content that we have on our Supertalk Mississippi YouTube channel. If you like YouTube, just search Supertalk Mississippi, or you can go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. You can subscribe. It's for free. And you can get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and, of course, the good things. And, yeah, so every day our producers, Rhino and, and Lance, work hard to get those videos uploaded for you. So if you ever miss a uh, interview or want to go back and see it again, then that's the best way. And Borky. And Borky. Sorry, Borky. Yes, and Borky. <laughs> the best way to do that, quick like um, in a hurry. And a YouTube may be one of your favorite um, apps, but you probably got other favorite apps. If you've been over to the Good Things Facebook group lately, that's one of the questions I've asked you. Which apps do you find most useful? And I think, you know, there's a way you can go on your phone and look and just see how many apps you have. We've done that before here, and it's like mind-boggling the number of apps that we actually have on our smart devices versus the apps that we actually use on a daily basis or that we find has value. And there's some that we feel like, I mean, we can all we can live without without the smartphone for sure. Oh yeah, but. That we feel like we wouldn't want to Humanity live. Humanity survived for thousands of years before <laughs> say, we carried a computer in our so pocket. So saying that you can't live without is a little bit of a stretch, right? Okay, I get that. But because it's now made available, like which ones do you find the most valuable, I guess, that bring the most value to your your life in terms of either information, entertainment? And for me, it's like what makes my life easier? I would have to say like the banking so before I was real weary of using like online banking, I you know come from that kind of like mindset. I want to go to the bank, make sure they deposit my check and sort of all that. But once I got, I'm uh, gonna cash my check, take the cash, <laughs> and deposit the cash. Yes, no, but yes. But once I got the hang of it, and then sort of trusted, like, hey, it actually made it into my account. Hands down, has to be one of the most. Um, valuable tools on your smart devices to be able to not have to go to the bank every time you needed to put a check into your checking account or even that in-between step of when when you had some technology introduced into the realm of banking but it wasn't quite as seamless as an app on a smartphone where you had like the the phone number on the back of the debit card that you could call to get your balance, except that balance was never the correct balance. No, because you'd been using it in between or never sort of called up. And I never did that. I start when you first got because we are at least of still the age before debit cards, right? Like we we learned on checks. Did you have checks? Oh yeah. You started, when did debit cards become a thing? I can't remember, but I want to say some of the earliest were in the late eighties, early nineties. But yeah, they didn't really hit mainstream until. Late 90s, early 2000s, and then even then, it's kind of like cell phones. You had to be a bigwig to have one. So when it did get to the point where you trusted being able to open an app and then seeing your transactions, now you probably some of you are like, oh, you don't keep a ledger? Like, and you should. Like, that would be the responsible thing to do. But no, girl, I hadn't looked at one of those and like... I have a checkbook years. with a ledger somewhere in my apartment because I remember packing it. But when I packed it, it was the first time I'd seen it in half a decade. About the only time I use a check now is when I need to write void on it to attach it to something to then have automatic drafting come out. 
That's Even then, I don't do that at this point. Yeah. Because all they need is the numbers off the bottom, and I'll just log on the website. Give them Grab that. that. There's the numbers. So, I I mean, yeah, and there's a lot of, yes. So That has caused some headaches, though. It's like, you have to have a voided check. It's like, I don't have any checks to void, so here are the numbers you need. <laughs> Take it or leave it. You want my money or not? <laughs> How bad do you want my money to come out of my checking account every month? We're going to figure this out together, okay? Steve says the weather app and maps app. There's a lot of folks who... That's one of the first things you do every morning, particularly if you're an outdoorsman or a fisherman or just that's your job or whatever. You wake up and you check out now the different weather apps. And some of them have gotten really sophisticated and cool. I think Weatherbug may be one of them. I don't know. But, I mean, you can get way more wind, You get very granular data. Very granular data for within 30 minute increments of if not sure of the of the day and then you can plan your fishing day accordingly you can ask me how i know that i'm married to one who cares not <laughs> i've never woke i don't think i've ever w- woken up and said i wonder what the wind's going to be like today and like it was going to ruin my day i mean unless it's like a tornado or like 100 mile an hour winds or whatever. that's that's different but I can't think of a scenario where, like, I put my feet on the floor and thought, oh, I really hope it's not a windy day today. <laughs> you never lived close to a dog food factory or a paper well, plant. Probably, yes, maybe not. That There are a whole not. bunch of people that were like, wait, which way is the wind blowing today? Ah, I know. That, I, that's, that's totally fair. But I feel Ken, who said one of his most valuable apps is the Chick-fil-A app. And I would put in there... Like your favorite fast serve restaurants in general have really tried to push like you ordering loyalty rewards, loyalty rewards or ordering on the app. And I really haven't figured out other than them just feeling like their investment in the app was worth something for folks to actually use it. But I can't imagine what the difference is of you going to the app and ordering your chicken sandwich versus ordering it at the store as long as you're ordering it. Like, I mean, in that at the bottom right. line, like you. You ordered it? Not not to get too tinfoil hat here. Oh, God. But, uh, here we go. You, you do have a terms of service. You usually click a little agree button early on after you install one of those uh-huh. apps. It's because they, they get more than just your order from you. Well, they were already getting everything else from me from somewhere else. So at this point. <laughs> but that's, that's why they, they really push for it, because they have hard data on, well, what else were they into? And then. What else could we sell to them? And that, yeah. Okay. Well, I like that I get a free Chick Fil A sandwich every now and then. And that's how they get you to use it. So you know, jokes on them. <laughs> you can see that I am into you know buying groceries for my family, and then also your Santa Fe salad with uh, an Alma Palmer on the side. So that is, or they call it Sunrise Sun Something. Something yeah, so they don't get sued. So they don't get sued. But... Because Arizona Tea owns the Arnold Palmer. Yes, correct. Um, but it is the same thing. Half lemonade, half sweet tea. I go for the diet and the unsweet, and it's amazing, and it's refreshing on a really hot day. <laughs> I Just take recommend. all the fun out of it. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Can't do one fully leaded? you got to have them both <laughs> I can. <laughs> yes. Well, the, the lemonade has the Splenda in it, so you get something a little sweet. But, I mean, I'm sure I've gotten it before the way I didn't order it and I didn't. It's, it's not like I, t- I test strip it to see if it's, if it's. And anything is better than Panera lemonade. I've never had it. 
Have you seen the headlines? No. Is there something it's, wrong with it? It's deadly. What, like, liter- like is, are we... I, I think it's another one of those headlines where it's like, yeah, it's loosely connected, but it does have, I want to say something insane, like 350 milligrams of caffeine in it. Holy cow. Yeah. So there it's is... ridiculous amount. So some of your local coffee shops may have this stuff called nitro coffee, and it comes out of a tap like beer does, and it foams at the top like beer does, but it's cold and it's rich and it's it's got like full body flavor sort of to it. And it comes it's like in, the Guinness of coffee. It's like the Guinness of coffee. And by law, they can only sell you like so much, like one a day. And I don't remember... You may can get different sizes, but whatever the largest size is, that's your max. That is your max for the day. And when I tell you what you drink it, because it's 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 sincerely delicious. Like if you are a coffee, like the co- the flavor of coffee, but you like kind there's of there's a smoothness to it. Yeah. There's a smoothness to it, but it's also it's chilled, so it's not like it's hot. So there's a completely different experience. But boy, the hairs on the back of your neck gonna stand up, and you are going to see sounds for at least. 30 minutes to an hour and a half sort of after it and you feel like you could take on the world and you're six foot tall and bulletproof and i get why it would not serve folks well to get multiple of those a day but they are delicious and sadly it's no longer within my reach or i would still be you know there's a few things that i would take time out of my day to go and get and i wouldn't do it daily but i would make like that would be an intentional weekly stop at least to get one nitro one nitro coffee fixed. Now everybody's going. I got to figure out where other people. They're not cheap, but neither of them loaded teas that you people drink down no. on a daily basis. So, so there you go. The Ring app. Look at all my security cameras, live view, and talk if needed. Mike from Wesson. We don't have the Ring app, but we have something similar. My husband enjoys it way too much because you can clip them down. And then have little snippets of whatever's going on in the yard or when you're coming in and out of doors. Yeah. They can be fun, though. And and they can serve an actual purpose other than making fun of your family. But there's that added bonus of it, too. Stick with us. we got more for you up next. Merry Christmas and happy Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Coney Island to the Sunset Strip. Somebody's gonna make a happy trip tonight. We're happy you're listening to Good Things, and we're streaming over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. And, of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And Dan in Hattiesburg said his Supertalk Mississippi app was his most valuable app, so we appreciate that. If you didn't know we had one, now's the time to download it. It's in your app store. It's where you can stream us anytime, anywhere. And then, especially during football season, you can stream a lot of games and get information um, that way as well. So it is a valuable app to have. But other apps that folks find most valuable, as Jeff and Pontox says, my most valuable app is Uber Eats app because that's what he does on a side gig. I'll have to admit, like, we don't use it often. 
Um, but I know folks who use those t- style of apps like DoorDash, Uber Eats, all the things. And if you are just willing to accept the the fee for being, let's call it a convenience fee, you know, aka lazy fee, then it is a game changer for for how you get like how you get food. Do you ever you have you ever used it? Do you use it, Rhino? I use an app like that about once a month. It's not very often at all. Well, I mean, I think depending on where you live, if you go buy your favorite places, um, I'll have to admit too, if you have children and you just don't want to get out, it can be it it can be an easy app. But th- it is magical to like just go tell them what you want, and then somebody kind of like Jeff pulls up and just gives you your food. And you didn't have to stand in line for it. You didn't have to get out and put drawers on to go get it. Like it can be, that can be a game changer for, for sure. Um, Dan in Hattiesburg says the Popeye's app has saved him a lot of money. If you use it all the time, if you stick, and I think that may be another part of like the loyalty checkpoint with the apps is you may choose one f- quick service place over another because you know that you can rack up points to end up getting free things so maybe you do choose between chick-fil-a or popeyes because well i'm gonna go chick-fil-a because eventually i'm gonna get a free fry or an upgrade or or something like that i know with sonic they have like even better half or you can get the happy hour deals on drinks i think all the time if you order through it's at least extended or at least extended if you order through order through the apps so that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool, too. Um, now Aaron and Meridian, he's very into his Ford app, my Ford app. He sets a timer on his truck. He leaves at 320 to go to work. So I set my truck to crank up at 305. It's been handy in these cold mornings. I didn't know you have an app for that. Like, do you have to have a certain car Yeah, for newer that? models. What? I mean, think about it. You, you've got the progression. You... When we started driving, you had the door key and the car key. The door key got you in the car. The car key started the car. And then you went to the single key that gets you in the car and cranks the car. And then you went to the remote start where you had the remote start or you had the key. And then you go to the keyless where you just sit in it and push the button. That's crazy to me. And now you've got apps where, like Tesla, you you can have the app on your phone and you walk up to your Tesla and it starts doing all this stuff because it knows you're close to it. I'm not ready for that. I'm just not ready for that. Someone said you have to put your drawers on to go to your door. I hope to get your food. Not necessarily, because there's a little button on some of them that says just leave by door, or you can actually open the door and receive. So if you don't want to put your drawers on, just wait till they drop your food at the front door and then turn around and and leave. And then just, I guess, make sure your neighbors aren't looking or Maybe it's their fault if they're looking and you want to open your door doorless. I don't know. <laughs> I do imagine, though, that delivery people in general, Uber Eats, just normal, and they, they've seen it all when they are delivering. Not necessarily that they wanted to. <laughs> just, no. There's got to be there's gotta be stories to be had. From the 601. I can light my pellet grill with an app. So, okay. You know, now that you say that, so um, our new oven... You, you, there's an app for that. You can start the oven, which is kind of scary if you really want to think about it. And at, at what level of lazy do you need to be to start your oven in the bed for your biscuits or whatever it may be or on the way home? I mean, 
It's I was thinking more like on the way home, like go ahead and get that thing preheating. I got the pizza in the freezer. I can just take it out and I, it in. I get, I see that. I, I hear you. But there's fire in your house now. Like that's not being. That's in the one box designed to hold fire in. <laughs> There's it's okay. Fire in the hole, and it's I'm not, not like in you're, the hole. You've gone to Hawaii for the week and left it on. You're coming to the place where it's on. <laughs> I just great. So you can at least call. If you see smoke coming out of the windows, then you'll be the first one to call for the fire department. I don't know. It just feels. I would be the one that'd have to check it to make sure I turned it off whenever I left. I wish hair dryers. And curling irons and all that came with that, so you could go back and go well, to my daughter. Usually you can tell when the hair dryer's on. It's pretty loud. <laughs> <laughs> Is the hair dryer still on? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, curling iron. Those would be <laughs> straight irons are a little bit, <laughs> a little bit different. Stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. You got the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from three to six. Rhino and I'll meet you back here tomorrow at two. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.